Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. How you doing? This is J.A. Jones. I'm glad you're with me today. Today is about spiritual thinking, solutions to real problems. What's up? What's up? What's up? J.A. Jones is in the house and you are in the house. Today is all about tis the season to separate yourself from the past. Mm -hmm. Yes, I need you to stay in attendance today. I'm talking to you. You, stay in attendance. Let's get with it. All right. Joshua said in chapter three, verse number five, here it goes. He said to the people, sanctify yourselves or separate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord would do wonders among you. Now, do you want wonderful things to happen in your life? I know you do. Spiritually, relationally, mentally, financially, and physically. I know you want wonderful things to happen in your life. In order for that to take place, you've got to separate yourself. I know I'm moving a little bit. I probably need to stand still, but I got to get with the program today. You have to separate yourself because you are a holy people. God called you to do something great. In order to get to a greater place, you got to know how to separate yourself from the past. What do I mean by that? Depression, worry, anxiety, doubt, fretfulness, all of loneliness, all of those things, low self-worth, low self-esteem. You have to separate yourself from laziness, there are too many people that are lazy today. So bad news. Get away from the TV. Get away from the news station. Get away from bad news. Too much bad news is not good for you. It's all right to watch it, but you got to make sure it's not watching you. It's not putting subliminal messages in your subconscious. As a man thinks, so is he. So let's talk about separating ourselves. Now, it's important to understand separation. I remember back in the day, you know, I ran track and I, I played sports. I was a great athlete back in my day. And I, read, I ran the mile, the mile relay, but also ran the mile by myself. So I understood what it means to start off in the gate and then you separate yourself from the pack running with the pack. And all of a sudden, you're close together like this, and eventually, there's a separation. You're ahead of the pack, and you look back, and the pack is behind you. You know what it means to separate yourself. I remember when I played basketball. I was very good at it at one point. I'm still pretty decent today, but I remember on offense, when I have the ball in my hand, I had to jump left and jump right. I had to do the crossover 
and I had to get some separation between myself and the defender so I can get the shot off. So without them blocking my shot. So I was very good at that. Matter of fact, one of my nicknames was the smooth. I was so smooth on the court. There's almost like I was going in slow motion while they were just standing there and I was just moving around them and I knew how to separate myself from the defender. I knew how to get that done. And today when you're watching uh, basketball or certain sports and no matter what it is, you can hear the commentator say, wow, he knows how or she knows how to separate themselves or to get space in between them and the defender so they can get their shot off, so they can get their move and their groove on. So today it's about separating yourself from the past because if you don't leave the past behind you, it will be with you. And God has called you and I to separate ourselves or to disconnect ourselves from the past. Now, it's gonna take discipline. It's gonna take commitment. It's gonna take consistency. One scripture talks about discipline. There's so many people today lack discipline. For the moment, all discipline seems painful. Mm -hmm. It yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. That's in the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Here's what Proverbs has to say, a book of wisdom about discipline. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof. Now in this version, it says he who hates reproof is stupid, ignorant, just don't know what they're doing. You know, so we got to separate ourselves from the past. We're in a pandemic. We're going through it. You're going through. I'm going through. There's so many people are depressed. They're discouraged. They're worried. They're full of anxiety. They don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because our nation and our world is in a state of uncertainty. But I'm here to let you know that you can be very certain that you can trust what the Bible has to say about your life and about our current condition in our society. But you have to make a choice to separate yourself from the past so the past won't be in your present. You got to understand how to do it God's way. Let's start there. So you got to separate yourself, not the way the world wants you to do it. It's all right to do what you have to do in this pandemic to stay safe and to stay sure and to stay healthy. You got to be healthy too. You not only want to be safe, but you got to be healthy. You got to separate yourself God's way because tomorrow, tomorrow may be literally tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or it could be three weeks from now. It could be three months from now. But the Bible promised us if we disconnect, if we separate ourselves because we are holy people, we are people that God loves. The Bible says tomorrow the Lord will do wonderful things among you because he's a wonder in my soul. Is he a wonder in your soul? Let's get with it. How do we separate or disconnect ourselves God's way? You got to make a choice. Life is all about choices. 
Joshua said in Joshua 24, he said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You got to make a decision about who you're going to serve. You have to make a decision about who you're going to look up to. One principle says, I believe it's in the book of Psalms, look up to the hills with cometh your help because your help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Now the hills are not your source or your help, but the one that created the hills, the one that owns the hills. You got to look to him because he's the author and the finisher of your faith. Know that today. So once you disconnect, you have to connect to something. You just cannot separate without connecting to something else. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when I say separate, you know how people tell you don't do this or don't do that. Don't go over there. Well, that means you probably do not need to do it. But then you got to do something opposite. You got to do something good because people go from making bad decisions my goal is to help you to make better decisions and eventually get to the best decision. So you got to separate yourself from things or disconnect yourself from bad things. Now you got to connect to life God's way. How is that? The Bible said in the book of Proverbs, I believe it's chapter 29, without a vision, people perish. If you can't see yourself going anywhere, that is where you're going to go. That, that is anywhere. So you got to have an insight about your life, not about somebody else's life. That's another message down the road. But you got to see yourself going somewhere. You got to have discipline. You got to have control. In order to have fully good control or godly control, you got to give your life to God. So you got to separate yourself. Then you got to connect to life God's way. Read the Bible. The Bible is God's basic instructions before leaving earth or biblical instructions before leaving earth. So you got to connect to life God's way, spiritually that is. Mm -hmm. Yes, give your heart to God. God wants your heart. He don't just want your intellect. He wants your heart. He don't just want your life consciously. You don't need a mental assent or consent to God. You got to give God your heart. Whoever has your heart, has your life. They have your mind. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You remember when you gave that man or that woman or that boy, that girl, your heart, you kept thinking about them day and night, night and day. I know it. You couldn't stop thinking about them because they not only was in your mind, they were in your heart, subconsciously, emotionally. Whatever you get emotionally involved with, that's going to become a part of your life. You need to get emotionally involved with God, the word of God, the Bible. Everything you and I need to know, it's already been written. We just need to follow the blueprint. We need to follow the path that God has already set for our life because the Bible says God has a plan for your life and his plans are good and not evil to give you a future and an expected end. Live life God's way because... You can do it spiritually. I talked about that. You can live life God's way mentally. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Whatever is in you, you will live by that belief. Whatever you believe in, 
you become just that in everything you do. Your mind thinks certain things and your body follows how you think. Your mind is the expression of your body. Your body expresses your mind. Let me say it that way, okay? How you live is based on what you think and what you believe. Mm -hmm. So if you believe the wrong way, you're going to live the wrong way. If you believe that you can't make it, you're not going to make it. If you believe that God is not real, that's a lie. God is real. If you believe that the Bible is not true, well, that's another lie. The Bible is the truth. So help me God. The truth is what makes you free. If there's something true, that means there's something false. So you've got to understand how to get your mind right. I run into a lot of people that says to me, I need to get my mind right because my mind is just everywhere because they're confused. They're discombobulated because of what's going on on the outside and what has happened on the outside is impacting the inside. It's causing them to be confused and disarrayed, but that's not God's plan. God is the author of peace. God is the God that gives direction. And God wants to direct your life. The Bible says in Proverbs, I love the book of Proverbs, if you, as a man, as a woman, as a husband, as a father, as a wife, as a leader, as a grandparent, as an entrepreneur, as a supervisor, as a good neighbor, if you acknowledge God in all your ways and don't lean to your own understanding, he's going to direct your path. It may not be what you want, but when you follow God, you will get to your destination. I guarantee you. So you got to live like God's way spiritually. You got to live like God's way mentally. You have to live like God's way in order to, when you disconnect, you got to connect to God. You got to live like God's way relationally. What kind of relationship you have today with your spouse, with your wife, with your husband, with your neighbor, with your coworker, with your supervisor, or you may be a supervisor, what kind of relationship you have with your employee or somebody that works for you? What kind of relationship you have with your BF or your BFF or BFFF, whatever that means, best friends forever and ever. <laughs> but what kind of relationship you have? You got to have the right one. And God shows us that in the book of Proverbs and throughout the Bible, how to have better and strong relationships. Not only just relationships, what about financially? How is your financial life going? Are you managing your money well? Now, we can look in the word of God. It tells us the borrower is slave to the lender. That's just one principle. There's a lot of principles in the Bible. And if you need help, I will show you many of those in every area of your life so you can be successful financially. You can know what it means to invest, what it means to tithe and give, what it means to save, what it means to budget, what it means to have a rainy day fund, an emergency fund, or however you call it, a contingency fund. It's important for you to have that so you can be financially strong. And the last thing is this, your body, your health, 
That's right. You have to take care of this temple. You have to get your body moving in the right direction. You cannot live a life of sedentary and expect this body to last long. I don't care how much you pray. I do pray. We can speak the word over you. You can live the word. And part of living the word is taking care of this temple. The Bible says in the book of Corinthians, God dwells in this temple. You want to make sure this temple is right by doing push-ups, by lifting uh, uh, barbells, dumbbells, by lifting some weights. You got to walk. If you don't like to run, walk around the block. Get outside of the house. Get some sun. Get the vitamin D naturally. And that's important for you to know that you can live life God's way and you can separate yourself because tomorrow God will do wonderful things in your life because as you're sowing the good things, you're going to reap the good things. If you're sowing the right things, you're going to reap the right things. Tis the season to separate yourself from the past and stay in the will of God by trusting, putting faith in God. I guarantee you it worked. It has worked for me and I know it'll work for you. I'll see you the next time. I pray that God's grace and peace be multiplied unto you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.